G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, I guess the dust is starting to settle a little on the Donald Trump victory in the US presidential election. Well, it's been a great pleasure over previous months to be giving real attention to what was coming with the US presidential election. And a lot of those conversations have been with Culture Watch commentator Bill Muhlenberg. Well, we're back for our regular Friday catch up today. Welcome along, Bill Muhlenberg. Great to be back. Well, Bill, it was only on Wednesday we were talking through the whole issue of what was happening and at that time we were on the air and uh, things were beginning to unfold. Uh, Mm. The polling was coming to the end of the day. There was a sense of anticipation. When we were talking last, we didn't know who was going to win and then all of a sudden, like a bolt out of the blue, uh, Donald Trump takes victory. As things have begun to settle and you've begun to think through Uh, the value and the challenge of Trump being president. Uh, How has your thinking begun to evolve? Well, it's been an interesting uh, 48 or 50-so hours uh, since the election. And, uh, of course, it surprised many simply by the the result. Uh, Most people were expecting uh, Hillary win, so to get Donald Trump in fairly decisively. Uh, at least in terms of the electoral college vote, uh, it certainly uh, caught a lot of people off guard. And uh, while I've long said I'm not necessarily thrilled by Donald Trump himself, I'm certainly very thrilled uh, that Hillary Clinton will not be continuing an agenda, the eight-year agenda of Obama and the radical left. And all that entails, you have a lot of uh, pro-abortion, pro-homosexuality, um, well, pro-Islam, sadly, and the anti-Christian uh, agenda items that have been pushed now for almost a decade. Hillary Clinton certainly would have done far more of that and made it even worse. So I think that's tremendous good news. I think it's, if anything, God's uh, mercy to us, giving us a bit of grace, a bit of slack, a bit of time. Uh, as I've said all along, I don't think Trump is going to save the country or make it great again. Only God can do that. But we need to pray for the new new leader and pray that some of the things he's promised to do will, in fact, happen, and maybe we can roll back some of the, the harm that's been done over the past several uh, administrations. Bill, it's an out with the old and in with the new. And for some, they'll be thinking, well, government's government, it'll all just be the same. Although I've heard it reflected, if it wasn't a democracy in the United States, this change would be like a revolution. When we're talking about this more extreme left, which uh, was marking the Clinton side of politics, Mm. and uh, some people talking about not even right, but a a new different way of talking politics, uh, Trumpism, uh, what sort of real revolutionary type change ought we be expecting compared to what we've seen before under Obama? Yeah, well, it's a a funny 
setup. I mean, all along, I and others have said that uh, Trump is not a real conservative in many senses of the word. And in fact, much of his life, he's been a liberal, a friend of uh, the Democrats and the Clintons. So it's a funny uh, setup we have here on some issues like economics or foreign policy. He's probably, in fact, as far left, if not more so, than uh, Clinton. So he'll be more protectionist. He'll be uh, uh, isolationist when it comes to foreign policy. But on some of the things he's talked about, whether he will crack down on certainly uh kind of an open slather with islamic immigration especially looking out for the the whole issue of terrorism which is certainly a lot of americans concerned whether he does something about planned parenthood whether he stops the funding of it uh you know whether he can roll back roe versus wade uh, it's easy to talk talk is cheap so we're really going to have to see now if he really comes through on some of these, and he certainly should have the opportunity. Both uh, the House and the Senate retained Republican majority. Now we have the trifecta with the Republican president. So in theory, any number of conservative uh, policy items should be able to be brought through, and so we're going to have to see uh, what's going to happen in the next four years. Now, there is similarity between conservative and Christian, although there's a big difference as well as soon as you bring a spirituality into the mix of the conversation. Uh, But it does appear, and I'm not sure what you might have heard, that there are a lot of Christian people who appear to have gathered around Donald Trump. I mean, not not sure uh, how his selection of those major portfolios will eventually uh, come to light, but there does appear to be some Christians who are very supportive of what he's doing. Well, you've had Christian supporters in the general public, and you've had some Christian leaders uh, in his more inner circles. Mind you there, that's been a mix. Uh, some people would be good, quality, capable Christians. Some, we might say, are either a bit flaky or a bit questionable. So even that, the, some of the people he has in his religious advisory group, that's quite a mix. Uh, you know, the general public was divided. Some evangelicals were quite uh, concerned and skeptical about Trump. Some were more supportive. So it's been a mix all the way through. And uh, obviously, as we just said, praying for our leaders is something the Bible commands us to do so that we shall indeed, and we pray that he will be Uh, a good, wise, uh, godly leader. Pray, first of all, that he does, in fact, become a genuine Christian, but pray that he does uh, lead the country aright and maybe undo a fair amount of uh, some of the damage we've had to live with for the past eight years. Bill, there has been some protests on the streets, and I think in conversations we've had before where there was some prediction that there could be very emotional people even doing violent acts Uh, If Trump were to lose, uh, there have been protests on the street. Uh, Those on the Democrat side of politics have been uh, very, very emotional and very concerned about the Trump victory. Uh, It doesn't appear to be anything super violent at this point, but I I imagine uh, there'll be a a peaceful type of transition. That's what the leaders are calling for, isn't it? Well, all three have asked for uh, a peaceful transition, Uh, Trump Obama and Clinton. However, at the moment, it's not quite happening. As we speak, there's at least a half dozen 
American cities with riots, well, at least in some places, certainly angry, noisy demonstrations by people very upset with Trump. Uh, Some of them are burning flags, smashing windows, and so on, and of course cursing out Trump. So that's already happening with thousands in New York, uh, California, and various other places. So, you know, this is kind of the... You know, I hate to say it, it's kind of how the left operates, you know, instead of accepting the will of the people and a democratic change of leadership, we have uh, rioting in the streets. I don't recall uh, anybody doing that, actually, when Obama got in the last two times. So this is often the way the left can uh, respond to things instead of uh, debating, discussing, you know, sharing different points of view. Just take to the streets and start uh, causing mischief and mayhem. In fact, it's been said one or even a few college campuses have said if you're too bothered by the results of this election, you don't have to bother coming to class today. You don't have to take midterm uh, exams. This is kind of some of the more bizarre uh, uh, reactions to this election where, uh, you know, people in college who should know better are kind of uh, wilted dandelions, if you will, too upset to go to class. So it's, it's, you know, things could get worse. Certainly there's a lot of people who don't like the idea of a Trump president. So the talk we had earlier of a possible, uh, you know, at least a mini civil war, that's still beyond the realm of possibility. We better keep praying for uh, safety and peace and a peaceful transition. Of course, world leaders are falling in behind Donald Trump and church leaders. Uh, I've spoken to some church commentators uh, who are saying it's like an answer to prayer. One American Mm -hmm. uh, commentator I was talking to uh, just yesterday. Uh, There is a sense, Bill, in which uh, even though uh, there is some change, the left agenda is out, There is a Trump agenda that's in, but it is going to demand the prayers of believers to expect God's hand to move if there's going to be positive change. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, You know, on two levels, we have to say that. Uh, On the one hand, as we said, politics in itself is not going to save anybody or anything uh, without a spiritual renewal and revival in America. You know, I think it was Paul Washer who just said the other day, it doesn't matter if you get in a new conservative president, the judgment of God is still likely to come unless God's people repent and get their act together. So that's certainly the first uh, uh, way to look at this and the most important. But the other is, of course, just because the left is now not in the White House, or at least that will be the case in 70 days, that's not to say that the left has disappeared. They still basically control the mainstream media. They control the universities. They control so much of the institutions of power and influence that it's still going to be an uphill battle, even if you have Republicans in all three places in Washington. uh, You're still fighting a very entrenched, uh, strong left-wing bureaucracy and a bunch of activists and organizations. So the battle is going to continue in fact, it's going on now, and it'll be going for all four years, or eight, or as long as he stays. So um, this is something all Christians who are concerned about, you know, seeing some of the more radical policies, like the pro-abortion agenda being rolled back. We certainly do need to work, and we certainly do need to pray. 
And Bill, the world is changing and there's a lot of things that can change, uh, more than we can talk about in a conversation like this and and a conversation that will continue for years about how the changes may be affected because there's a different personality, a different character as the leader of the free world. But there is still this temptation, isn't there, as a Christian believer to be thinking, well, am I on the left or am I on the right? And uh, who am I passionately supporting? There is a sense, isn't there, that passionately pursuing God uh, while not taking sides necessarily uh, you will probably tend to lean conservative, but not taking sides specifically, but expecting to see righteousness according to God uh, outworked in politics. I suspect that's a, a line that uh, that Christians ought to be taking. Absolutely. It's, uh, again, the idea that politics alone can save us or make us great again. Uh, that's uh, silly thinking if we think that's going to happen. Um, you know, we are glad that some of the more radical presidential candidates have lost and uh, won't be able to implement even more negative, evil agendas. But uh, again, as, as you've already hinted at, righteousness exalts a nation, and we need more than just a conservative president or Congress. We need God's people especially to get back on their faces, to turn back to God fully, and to put him first. Uh, some of the passion and devotion I've seen some Christians having for, well, even Trump before the election, I've said it before, I wish they had the same passion and zeal for for God himself. We seem to almost think that politics is going to be our savior when, of course, only Christ is. So uh, we need to get back. We can't rest and think, oh, well, we've got our boy in the White House, so everything's fine for four years. Uh, if anything, it's the battle continues just as fiercely as before, and uh, in, unless we stand as believers for what's right, we can still easily lose it all again. Well, Bill, I'll point people to your latest article about the U.S. presidential win by Donald Trump. More on the Trump win, Clinton loss. Uh, you can see that article at Bill's website, Culture Watch. Simply Google Culture Watch or go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, uh, great catching up. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.